G U E R D O N. That's it. We have a champion. Hi there, I'm Paul Leffler, and welcome to the Scripps National Spelling Bee Podcast. For me, the Scripps National Spelling Bee is one of the most exciting parts of the year. I was a competitor way back in junior high, but now I'm fortunate enough to have the job of commentator for the Bee on ESPN. This podcast, it's your one-stop shop for all this year's Spelling Bee buzz. We have conversations with masters of the English language, some of this year's top spellers you'll hear from, and also past champions of the Bee. Today, we're joined by one of the most memorable winners of modern times. Samir Mishra etched his name into Spelling Bee lore with a championship-winning performance in 2008 that included this hilarious and now iconic Spelling Bee moment. Numna. <laughs> What'd you call Numnut? What? Numnut. Numnut is a felt or sheepskin pad placed between a horse's back and the saddle to prevent chafing. Can can I get can I say it and then you say it? Yeah. Numna. Oh numna. (laughs) You weren't insulting me. As great as that memory is for Samir, he'll tell us about his journey to self-define his young manhood in the shadow of his adolescent accomplishments. I spoke with Samir Mishra via Skype from his dorm in New York City. You know, I think like a lot of people around America, when I think of Samir Mishra, I still think of uh, that baby-faced junior high kid back in 2008 holding up the trophy. But what are you doing now? What are you up to? Yeah, so I just finished my junior year at Columbia University. I'm studying economic statistics. What do you want to do with that? So uh, that's a good question. I'm still figuring things out. Um, this summer, I'm dabbling in finance and doing an internship in investment banking. Um, and I hope to see where that goes. All right. Well, I'm sure it's going to go to some pretty good places for you. I don't want to sound crass here, but I'm just curious. I have to ask you, how often do people come up to you and call you numbnuts? <laughs> Almost every single day uh, back at school. It's definitely one of my nicknames that I've kept through high school and after college as well. Tom Bergeron and I had so much fun with that, and you had so much fun with that, and you, I don't think you were trying to be a ham or create this, you know, viral moment around the world, but you kind of did just by not quite hearing Dr. Bailey right. How how much does that still make you laugh when you think back on that moment? It, it makes me laugh a lot, and I think what's what's ironic for me now is that uh, a lot of people credit me with being very humorous on stage, and I had a couple of wisecrack moments when I was competing, but the numb-numb moment was really one of just pure confusion. This might be a tough one to imagine and and come up with an answer to this hypothetical, but had you missed the word numna, would you still think it's as funny as you do now? (laughs) Oh, wow, that's a really difficult question. Uh, Let me think about it. I think it would have been less funny because I think part of the humor is not just me mispronouncing the word. That part will, I think, would, would always be funny. But I think part of the, the humor was also was, was me realizing that the word actually was numna, which is a word that I had studied. Oh, numna! <laughs> you weren't insulting me. <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs>
you were playing the room a little bit and you seemed so composed and you knew exactly what you were doing and, and seemed so confident up there. And I'm sure some people watching might have thought, oh, that kid just has that gift. But I imagine you didn't feel that comfortable and composed and in control the first time that you were in the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Can you look back and see that kind of uh, performance under pressure developing over time? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was a really long journey of just, you know, trying to get comfortable on stage. That's not something that I, you know, even had down my final year of competing. I mean, looking back to when I, you know, started competing in spelling bees, I think I was in the, the fourth grade. That's when I made it to second place in my regional spelling bee competition. Um, I always remembered being, you know, very nervous. I think something that my parents and my older sister, who also competed, always reminded me of was, we called it like the three C's, which is to be cool, calm, and composed. A lot of the words that you just used right there um, in, in the question, and, and that's something that always helped me. And then being on stage, uh, another piece of advice that my sister gave me was to, you know, when I'm standing up there at the mic, just really kind of box out everyone else and just imagine that I was in a room with the, you know, the, the pronouncer, the judges, and myself, and, it, and picture it as more of a casual conversation. And we actually practiced that a lot um, at home when, when, they would, you know, when they would quiz me words, my sister and my parents, you know, they would you know, sit on the couch with like, you know, the booklets and I would stand up in the middle of the living room with like a, with a, you know, with a carrot maybe as my microphone. And we would kind of practice the exchange between the pronouncer and the judges and myself as a speller. And so, you know, I think after competing in the spelling event for, you know, four years and studying it for, for five years, I kind of you know, developed that kind of confidence. Back in middle school, I was definitely, uh, you know, very shy. Um, and I was the type of I was a type of student back in the day, like, you know, the fourth or fifth grade, I would be, you know, during the lunch and recess hours, I'd be, you know, with a, I would, I would, be, I would have a book and I'd be reading it. Um, you know, I kind of be, I'd be walking in the hallways actually, you know, reading books, um, you know, when I could be, you know, when I could have been like walking with friends or, you know, talking to people. And I think that kind of, kind of shows how, how much maybe of a shy, more of a bookwormish character I was um, before the spelling bee. And then, you know, through years of competing at the spelling bee and, you know, you come to, you know, you know Washington, D.C., and there's 280 other, you know, kids who are all very, you know, passionate, and you, you get to become friends with them. And then there are, you know, all these, you know, news reporters and uh, folks who want to talk to you, especially after, you know, you, you win. There were, you know, there's such a, you know, I went to L.A. and then I went to New York to do different interviews, and that really kind of opened up my personality. I'm curious if you think it meant more to you to hold up that trophy or to your sister and your parents. I think it really was a family effort. I think it meant a lot for all of us. And I know that's uh, slightly maybe evading the question, but, you know, I think a, a memory that my mom and I often reflect upon was, you know, the, the last year that my sister competed. My sister's name is Shruti, S-H-R-U-T-I, uh, Mishra. I mean, my sister was a great speller, but unfortunately she never progressed past the, the preliminary rounds in her three years of competing nationally. And I remember that, you know, in spelling me when they announced all the speller numbers, uh, you know, going towards the semifinals. I remember when my sister's, you know, name wasn't read. I remember my mom really tearing up and kind of crying in the back of the ballroom. And it wasn't crying because she felt that my sister had done poorly. It was just crying because she felt that, you know, my sister had this hope of advancing in her last year of competition. That not happening really made her pretty sad. And so I remember as, you know, a fourth grader, uh, you know, telling my mom, oh, mom, I promise you, I'm going, I'm going to win this for you. I'm going to come here next year, and I'm going to do a lot better, and I'm, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to win the national spelling bee for you.
throughout the entire process, it was always a very family-based effort. You know, it was me spelling up on stage, but my victory would have been impossible without the hours that my sister and my mom and my dad spent with me. A lot of props have to go to my sister. It was her senior year in high school, actually, when I was in the eighth grade, because we're exactly four years apart. And there were so many times when she could have been hanging out with her, you know, high school friends and, and really enjoying her last year and, you know, in her hometown. And she, she really chose to spend a lot of those moments with me, you know, drilling me on words, um, helping me study Greek and Latin roots. Definitely, I, I owe a lot of what I achieved because of her and my parents. When I won, you know, I think it's a very classic moment. Your parents kind of rush towards you. And I remember hugging my dad, my sister, who I think was tearing up at the time, and, and my mom as well, uh, and hugging, kind of hugging, trying to hug all three of them at the same time. It, it just felt so good to win uh, and, and kind of share that moment with them. Since you won the Spelling Bee in 08, every single winner of the Scripps National Spelling Bee has been of South Asian descent. And from what I've gathered from all the families I know at the Bee, that's a source of great pride. What does that mean to you? Is that a big deal or do people make too big a deal of it? How would you assess that? Yeah, uh, it's definitely something that I'm, you know, I'm very proud about. Uh, I think you know, being South Asian is something that really, really defines me. You know, I think it's definitely something that's great to talk about in terms of you know, how South Asians have done at the spelling bee. I think the lines can sometimes be crossed when say people say, oh, like South Asians are, are better um, at spelling than, um, you know, than other competitors. I think that, you know, isn't necessarily, or that, that isn't right to say at all. A lot of times people do ask me, oh, like, why do you think South Asians do better? And I haven't really, I'm not really sure to, you know, to be quite honest, but I think one thing that, you know, is mirrored among some of the, you know, close maybe South Asian spellers that I've met through the years and um, judging from my own experience is that basically what we talked about earlier is basically how much of a family effort it's been. Um, you know, I know from just speaking with the champions after me, uh, how involved their parents and, and, and sisters also were in, in kind of helping the speller prepare. And I think that's something we, we see in lots of spellers, not just South Asian ones. But I think it's one that particularly rings, rings true in, in our community is that we see the spelling as a very family-based effort. Um, and it's never the individual who's really putting in all the work. And I think that, in my opinion, is, is the greatest factor for why I was able to succeed. And I, and I would be willing to say is, uh, is, is a reason why a lot of other folks have succeeded at the spelling bee as well. Well, I think that's good, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for hitting on all that. You sound really good, and I look forward to seeing you in D.C. Thanks so much, Paul. This has been great. Samir Mishra is a junior at Columbia University. He's also the 2008 Scripps National Spelling Bee Champion. Samir has a job on the social media team for the Bee, so if you can't come say hi in Washington, follow the Twitter account at Scripps Bee. That'll be your next best thing. You can find that page via our Twitter page, at Spelling Bee Pod, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening to the Scripps National Spelling Bee Podcast, and remember, this is a special series, so catch up on previous episodes like 2007 champ Evan O'Dorney or speller-turned-stand-up comic Amber Bourne. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Just search for the Scripps National Spelling Bee Podcast. We love to hear from you. Email us anytime, spellingbeepodcast at scripps.com. For the Scripps National Spelling Bee Podcast, I'm Paul Leffler.
Numna. N-U-M-N-A-H. Numna.